welcome to the Lunex Podcast, where I am joined by guests to share stories of inspiration on career, lifestyle, and habits. I'm your host, Sabrina, and today I'm joined by one of the blog writers I personally like and follow, Vise from Phoenix Talks Pop Culture Japan. You can find her blog at phoenixtalkspopculturejapan.wordpress.com. Vise, or Rise, currently lives in Japan and writes about a variety of topics, from anime, manga, Japanese dramas, movies, and visual K. Her main projects include a Japanese drama A through Z challenge and a Japanese movie A through Z challenge. There aren't many blogs like hers that cover so thoroughly and with such detail as Dise does the Japanese pop culture scene. I, for one, am truly grateful to have found her blog. With that, please welcome Dise. Okay, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about what your blog is about and why you started it? So, my blog is called Phoenix Talks Pop Culture Japan, and it's just my little personal bubble where I talk about Japanese dramas, movies, anime, manga, other topics that come up, music, visual K. And I started it because I was frustrated. I used to be really active on my drama list and my anime list. And being on two sites and trying to be active, I just got irritated. So I was like, I'll make my own site. Then I can do what I want. Huh. And that's how I came to be. <laughs> that's great. That's great. And um, what got you interested in all of those topics that you write about? Um, I have to blame Naruto. Really, Naruto? <laughs> yes, yes. I started watching it after school, and from Naruto, I, watched, <laughs> I started reading manga because of Naruto. I started listening to Japanese music because of Naruto, and then it just snowballed beyond Naruto, and now I am where I am now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think it's always fun listening to people about how they started. I started from Inuyasha. <laughs> oh, another good classic. Yeah. <laughs> and so, do you know any Japanese? I do. I'm about a level three on the JLPT, but I have yet to get that magic pass. <laughs> <laughs> It's difficult, yeah, the test. Well, testing, I've been bad at testing since always, so I, I know more than I think. It's just I can't prove it on a piece of paper. Oh, I totally understand. Yeah. And so um, how long have you been in Japan? I've been in Japan now almost two years. It'll be two years this coming August. Wow, that's about the same time as me then. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm around my two-year mark now. Uh, hey, birds of a feather, feather flock together, so to speak? Yeah. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. And so, yeah, well, sorry, sorry to digress over there a little bit. Um, yeah, so your, your blog talks about a lot of different topics. Um, what do you normally write about? How do you get the inspiration to write, write about those, those things? Um, inspiration, I actually have a big Word document with Ooh. all the ideas I've come up over the years. Like, some of them are really simple, like, top ten lists or, like, mm. top five lists. And then some of them are, like, oh, how can I talk about... Lately, I've been talking a lot about, like, visual K bands, mm -hmm. um, 
doing opening and ending themes in anime because I like to tie ideas together. So I have a big list of visual K bands who have sung anime opening and ending and opening and oh. ending songs. <laughs> yeah, that's and really so, great. Mm-hmm. And, and then I try to pull from stuff that's more recent. Like I did a blog post because uh, the Rampage released Invisible Love and I was like, <laughs> hey, a bunch of them act and Invisible Love comes out on this date. So why don't I do a post talking about the members who act and like what I think about them? I read that blog post. <laughs> I, I'm glad you did. I did. I mean, I was, and, I, and I really think that like there's not as many blogs and posts in English out there about a lot of these topics, a lot of Japanese artists, a lot of these things. And so you're, you're really great. I really think that it's, yeah, we need a lot more of these things. So I was like, I'll try. You know, maybe people will like eat me alive for being like, what do you mean Kawamoto Kazuma can't act? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody did that yet. Nobody's done that yet. Yeah, and so what gave you that kind of courage to, to put your thoughts out there? I'm sure a lot of other people who want to start blogs, they just never, they had that same worry, you know. I think it came with the balance of, I know it's the internet, so it's just another person behind the screen that Mm -hmm. has a different opinion than me, Mm -hmm. but it's very hard to, like, judge how something will be received. Yeah. Like, I know there are fans like you who want more content, who want more discussion-based things, Mm -hmm. but I know some fans, myself included, are very defensive, like, People don't talk about it. So any negative interpretation, no, you're wrong. They're great. And it's that's not the point I'm trying to make. Like, I love the Rampage. I love all the members. Just mm-hmm. not everything about what they do or their performance is perfect. And I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is yeah, so I think, but, you know, the internet is there for us to discuss these kind of things or not to discuss, right? So... It's great that we have this option, you know, and a lot of variety of sources. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've found a handful of people who they're really in the camp. They love my anime posts and they're Mm. like, you've helped me get into actual Japanese musicians. And I'm like, what do you mean actual? They're like, oh, people who don't sing opening and ending themes. And I'm like, no, they're real musicians, too. Well, yeah, those are too, yeah. They're real, too. You mean non-Ani song. Non-Ani song. That's what you mean. Well, well, I think what they're trying to get is that you've opened them up to a whole new world other than what they already knew, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all I want with my blog is just a place to talk. That's why I say Phoenix talks. Mm. Like, I wanted to be... I was going to put a discussion, but it wasn't as catchy, and I was like, a talk is less... Uh, authoritative Formal sounding maybe yeah mm. I want it to be more casual like exchange ideas right yeah and how do you get um your blog readers to engage with your site um I'm still trying to figure that out <laughs> this is still very much like a hobby so mm-hmm. I try not to let it take over my life too much I I go to concerts I travel well I did <laughs> that's on <laughs> yeah. hold right now yeah <laughs> Yeah, but 
I usually try to put a question or two at the end, or I specifically try to have an opinion different from what I've seen other people say. Because mm-hmm. I feel like even if it's defensive at first, people who are really passionate will comment. And even if I don't agree with them, I do want to engage with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's really great. And, how, and actually, how long has, have your, has your blog been? Or have you started since you started your blog? I think my blog is a little over. I think I just celebrated a birthday not too long ago for my blog. I started in 2008. 2008? So. Oh, not 2008. Wow, I can't count. 2018. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> Completely different. Well, yeah, but still, that's about two years now then. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's great. And, and what I am really curious about is because a lot of people, you know, start things and they kind of just fall off the bat, right? How did you continue posting every every now and then? I don't know how frequently you post, but it's pretty frequent from, from what I see on WordPress. I actually, I've made a point that I try to post at least every other day which I know some people are like wow that's a lot Mm -hmm. but I'm not super strict with myself this month I kind of got down on myself I missed I missed quote-unquote a day Mm -hmm. to post but I wasn't satisfied with what I had written and Mm -hmm. I didn't like how certain things worked out so I had to remind myself it's a hobby there's Mm -hmm. no one there's no editor down my neck going you have to post every other day if I want to change my schedule, I can. And mm-hmm. so I did. I didn't post anything. I took some time, rewrote it, made sure it was decent. I've been noticing more spelling errors lately. But I try to post every other day because I was really worried about blogger burnout. I've seen that a lot, oh. especially recently. Hmm. Yeah, so that's that's really awesome. I think that, you know, just... Hearing you talk about it, you have a lot of initiative and then you're really a big self-starter because, you know, there's no one, yeah, you like you said, there's no one on your back about it, but you still, you know, understood and recognized that you need to take some time off and I think that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, how do you, uh, how do you avoid the blogger burnout, so to speak? I'm going to be honest, Mm. I do get blogger burnout. Mm. The thing is, you can never tell with me. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit too good at scheduling. Hmm. Like, there, I will have an entire month's worth of posts, every other day post, scheduled, like, a couple weeks in advance, and wow. then I won't write for two weeks. Hmm. So, I take though. that time. Uh-huh. How, how do you find all, or how do you, yeah, how do you come up with all of that content? I feel like I wouldn't be able to have so much content for every two days posting, you know? Uh, the reason why I have so much content is because I do the exact opposite of what blogs say you should do. They say mm-hmm. you should be really focused and, like, if you're going to be a blog about anime, just be a right. blog about anime. Ignore everything else. I really don't do that. I mm. I talk about whatever floats my boat. 
And you know what? I really like that because I know I I for me for one thing it's it's because it it ends up being more of like a discussion place for all of the things that I like and even things that I don't like, which means that I can find out more about different areas too. So I think that's 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 also a different unique way to blog. Yeah. The the only problem is then deciding what gets the priority. So mm-hmm. I never like announce like, oh, I'm doing this monthly theme unless I'm posting every day for like a challenge, uh-huh. which those are usually. I did one in February that was very short, like posts about shoujo manga or shoujo anime, mm-hmm. and like I did those every day, so they were very short posts. But I just. It's hard to prioritize because I was like, okay, this year I want to talk more about movies, Japanese movies, and Japanese mm-hmm. dramas. There aren't enough people who talk about those. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. they do, it's not so great, and that makes me sad. So I'll make positive posts. Yay! Yeah, that's great. I'm happy. I'm really happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are What are some recent movies or dramas or shows that you've been wanting to talk about we can have a little talk about them here um well i'm trying to think of what i've been watching recently i have been watching arashi's netflix documentary oh. just that. <laughs> i admit that i i was the craziest the greatest one of the greatest arashi fans in high school but i still haven't watched that netflix show <laughs> Oh, you haven't? I oh, haven't. It's, it's worth it. Yeah. I totally it's, know it's worth it. I just, I just, I don't know why. Something about documentaries. <laughs> it makes it sound more serious than it is. Mm. And it does give a lot of insight. I had no idea how much Matsujun puts into each show. It oh. honestly surprised me. Really? Like, yeah. I knew he was involved, but I didn't know, like, he was like, I don't like the degree of the lights and the shade of this color. And I was like, wow. you get that picky? And, like, the rest of Adashi's like, oh, just let June go. Just let him go. He knows what he's doing. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never, uh, yeah, I never really knew that side. I think that's that's great that you can talk a little bit, bit about it here so I can see why. Maybe the re- listeners will see why they should watch the Adashi Netflix show. <laughs> They should, or they should watch um, Rase Dewa Chantoshimasu, which is, I'll do it, I'll do it properly in the next life, which is a J-drama oh, I just watched. I think I saw that post too on your blog about it. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the, I don't know how um, uh, sexy I can get on this podcast, but it is a, <laughs> I, my, my caption was, realistic adults doing adult, in quotes, things. Right, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting topic too. I think it's mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a really great drama because I'm honestly very bored of J dramas where the whole buildup is they finally hold hands, they finally kiss. I'm like, can we get to the next part where they're in a relationship? That's like proper very adults. True. That's very true. I recently, to be honest, I haven't been watching any any Japanese dramas, but. There, like for a long time, I think like my host mom, she was into one. I can't remember what it was called, but it was something about like trans, trans, t- time travel. <laughs> there we go, time travel. Oh, I can't remember the name. <laughs> this sounds weird. Was Kamui Gakto in it? No, Gakt was not in this one. 
Darn. <laughs> She's in a time travel one, and but I, I feel like I know what one you're talking about. Yeah. But I don't remember the name either. I will post it on my blog later. <laughs> yes, when please do. Yeah. So how do you watch those dramas? Is it through Netflix or? Um. Now that I live in Japan, mm. I try to watch on Netflix or Hulu. Mm. My friends and I have a big exchange. One friend has Amazon. I have Japanese Hulu. Uh The other friend has Netflix. So we all just watch each other's. And sometimes I am a... I'm not an advocate, but you can find things online if you Google things. You can find things if you look for them. (laughs) If you know where to look, you can find it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that's, that's one thing, though. It's really, you know, awesome that... When I first came to Japan, too, I just thought, oh, how nice is it that I can go to the bookstores and just read read up or see the, the newest manga, the newest dramas out, you know. Yeah, I really like that. No, I feel that, but then I'm like, okay, the plan to watch list, the plan to read list just keeps building and building. Yeah. Cause I'll, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next week. And then, no. <laughs> Well, so how is it um, living in Japan for you? For me, um, mm. it's very comfortable, although mm-hmm. my neighbors are a bit too friendly sometimes. Um, so you live in, in a, a more rural area? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I did study abroad in Tokyo for a year. Oh, you did? So I did. year, too. Wow. Did you study at Waseda? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, different school. No, no, no. I actually studied in. Um, it was in high school. I came here only for one month. Oh, yeah. that's super cool, though. It was only in Kansai too, so oh. I never. I've never actually lived in Tokyo. I've only visited. It's it's safer that way. Tokyo's expensive. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, so which one did you like better? I'm really curious. Um, yeah, Aomori or Tokyo? I genuinely, I love Aomori more. Just everybody's friendlier and... Oh, really? They're friendlier. They're more willing to help me do things. Mm. And my Japanese is imperfect, but they piece together what I mean. And then they are like, okay, go, let's go. Well, what was it like? living in Tokyo for a year? Tokyo, I mean, I was normal. I mean, I am a typical American lady, perhaps. That's the description <laughs> I'll give of myself. <laughs> but I I stood out, but only so much. I mean, Tokyo's used to foreigners. Right. So I think I stood out the most when I when I would go home. I had a policeman stop me and ask if I was lost. Oh. And I was in I was in front of my host family's house, and my host mom came out and was like, Risa, you're late. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, the the police is talking to me. And my host mom's like, oh, no, 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 she lives here. She's like, get out your Zyrio card. Like, you live here. And I'm like, I I do live here. And the policeman, (laughs) like, looked at my card and was like, oh, you live here. Sorry. Have a nice day. Oh, man. Yeah, that's part of of being a foreigner, huh, in in Japan. (laughs) It. It only happened once, and I I can't complain that it did. Yeah, that's that's good that it only happened once at least. 
So, yeah, then what do you think are the good and then the bad things about living in Japan? The good things are mm. I can see all the anime and read all the manga if I study a bit more. <laughs> the The only bad thing I, I don't like about living out here is noise pollution. Oh. The... Because I'm so rural, um, there's lots of the trucks that come by and they'll ring a bell and you think it's cute the first time it happens, but then you wake up at six in the morning because the dry cleaner is playing Enka music at six in the morning on a Sunday. It's so true though that like in Japan, all all the vehicles in the morning, why do they make noise? I, the other thing is the politicians. I can't handle it. I'm like, if this was America, I wouldn't yes. vote for you. <laughs> they're always on the loudspeakers, and they're so loud. I'm like trying to take a walk or like talk to someone, right. and I'm like, I can't do anything. Go away. <laughs> and every single morning, it's luckily it's not super early in the morning, but there's always the recycle truck going by. <laughs> The little music playing, and it's, and it's talking Which, about, well, I mean, where I live, yeah, in Kyoto. No, I'm, I'm sure it's the same, I'm sure yeah. it's the same here in Aomori. I'm usually out the door by the time oh, it gets I here, see. but yeah. the first time you hear it, you're like, oh, that's kind of cute, like, that's yeah. so different from, like, America, mm-hmm. and then, like, you're really sick and trying to sleep in, and yeah. 6 a.m. Enka, like. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have any 6 a.m anything uh, you're lucky you don't have the dry you don't have the dry cleaner coming right, by right yeah i don't live r- rural enough for that yeah <laughs> oh thank god oh yeah well i'm sorry for you then maybe maybe <laughs> buy some earplugs <laughs> sometimes i sleep through it and sometimes it wakes me up and i just have to grin it and bear it it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, interesting though yeah i mean this is, that's one of the, the, the main quirks about Japan is why are all the devices always making noise or make music? Making music. <laughs> the, 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 the dishwasher sings when my, when my, my rice cooker goes off. Like, it sings right at home. <laughs> I think all of my stuff's too old to do that. Yes! Oh, really? Lucky! <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of the gadgets here they have these little cute, cute musical things to it. Which again, it sounds so cute when you're like, it's not every day, but now we're like, oh my god, this can this not please? <laughs> yeah, but then yes. So what made or what helped your? I would say in, in Japanese the kikake, right? So what mm. help help made you? want to come to Japan? Uh, I wanted to come to Japan because simply that was the only goal I had. (laughs) Like, I have a very basic goal, and now my goal here is to do the best blog I can, to help my students as best I can. Mm. Um, When things get better, to go to as many lives and concerts as I can, you know. (laughs) Yes. I definitely know. <laughs> That's probably my my reason for coming to Japan as well. Somehow, a little bit has to do with that too. <laughs> I mean, we're not gonna say it out loud, except here. Then just it's in your heart. That's what you do. <laughs> hey, but people can have goals. 
It doesn't have to be the biggest, grandest goals ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, my goal was just simply get to Japan. When, a, when did you have start having this goal? That goal was probably when I was like 15 and watching Naruto. Wow. I was like, this is so cool. I want to go to Japan. So I went in high school and then college. And now I've moved out here for the time being. There's so many people who say, oh, someday I'm going to go to so-and-so country or, you know, what? I'm definitely going to do this one day. You know, but sometimes it just never goes through. So how did you, was it because you always wanted to do it and then you just saw yourself there that you eventually got to Japan? I think my my study abroad experience helped. It showed me I could live in a completely different environment. Maybe not thrive, but it's not impossible. Mm. And then I, I took some time, got... I'm a little bit better at planning than executing sometimes, hence my delay in blog posts at times. But I was like, it's a simple goal. And then once that's cleared, we figure out the next one. Wow. Yeah. And because, you know, um, what is it? There's, there's a lot of planning and things that go into moving into another country having a lot of worries about, well, will I fit in? You know, if my friends, what about my family? What about things like that? So, you know, how did you deal with all of those things? Um, well, I pretty much told my friends and family, this is, this is what I really want to do. I hope you can support it. And luckily my friends were kind of like, we knew you would go come back every once in a while. Like, or we'll come to you someday. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's nice enough. And my family were like, we know this is what you want to do. <laughs> be safe. Be smart. Keep in contact with us. And we'll come visit you. But you have to come back every so every once in a while. I'm like, okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. And how did you feel when you got to your goal coming to Japan? I honestly, it didn't really sink in. Mm-hmm. that I'm a, a, what you call it, I'm thinking, jet lag. Jet lag really snatches a bunch of things away from you. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're, I, when I first got off the plane, I was pretty tired, too. <laughs> for me, it was, I was sitting in my little house, and I was finally alone for the first time in, like, two weeks, and I was like, oh, I'm really here. What mm-hmm. do I do now? You know, but the, for the longest time, I feel like it might have been even a year or so. I just, every time I went out or I went to somewhere, I saw something different from America. I would always think, wow, I'm so grateful that I'm in Japan. I'm so happy to be in Japan. And that went on for so long. I still sometimes feel that way about it, even two years in, because I really loved being here. I really wanted to come here. I really wanted to be here. And so when that happened, I'm still, even today, grateful for it, you know. I both understand, and I both had the opposite reaction. Really? I, I like, I went on a walk one day Mm. of a path I don't normally take, and I really thought about it, and I was like, when did I start, like, there's that othering factor, most of, I think the listeners might know the othering factor Japan is known for, Mm. but I was like, 
when did I stop remembering that I live like really close to the ocean and like I can go to the beach? Mm-hmm. Like when did I stop getting curious about the things at the grocery store and like all that stuff? I'm like, wow, that's that's a sign of like I really I've gotten used to living here, the the mm-hmm. Ninaru. But I'm like at the same time I'm like, wow, I'm really not like, where did my curiosity go? Like, okay, let's, you know, let's go back to how did I feel a year ago? How did I feel the first time I came to Japan? Mm. So I did some self-reflection and was like, okay, like, no, we got to get curious again. Like, let's start. I was like, okay, I got to start, you know, doing things, asking more questions, talking to my neighbors, my teachers, coworkers, all that. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool that you had, you know, another kind of, yeah, you realized that. <laughs> it was one of those moments where I thought I was like, wow, I'm getting too cocky. Like, I think I belong. And I'm like, I do, and I don't. Well, some, you know, being in a country for so long, I think, definitely, you, things do kind of, you know, seem more normal again. But I'm. it's great that you actually found that you need to be more curious or you want to be more curious about it. I think that's really cool. And I think that's not something that a lot of people will have too because, you know, once they get used to something, they just get used to it and move on. But you're saying, oh, let's take it back. Let's be curious, right? Yes. I. It's something I, I've learned from all those years of anime and manga and mm, my students. <laughs> a big thank you to Rise for the wealth of knowledge she's offered. Again, you can find her website at phoenixtalkspopculturejapan.wordpress.com. The links to her site and the overview of this podcast can be found in my website at lunex2020.com. That's L-U-N-A-E-X 2020.com. See you on the next episode, where I'll be talking to the amazing UX designer and YouTuber, Linda Ahn. Have an awesome day.